I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, May 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, two Nepalese Sherpas are in a heated battle over the record for most climbs of Mount Everest. Pasang Dawa Sherpa just finished scaling it for the 26th time, while Kami Rita is en route to the top for his 27th climb right now. Now imagine tying the world record for Everest climbs and then getting bumped back into the number two spot just a couple of weeks later. It reminds me of when The Economist very rarely peak pals, but sometimes takes the number one spot on the Apple charts for most listened to business news podcast in Canada. And it's tough. So look, we get it, Sherpas. We get it. Okay, other than Everest climbs peak pals, We've got a great episode for you today for our first story. TikTok is in more hot water for our second story. Used cars can tell us a lot about inflation. And for our last story, middle market struggles. For our first story, a new lawsuit against TikTok owner ByteDance could discredit the company's primary defense against efforts by some Western lawmakers to ban the app. Here's how the lawsuit will work. So Yintao Yu, a former engineering lead for ByteDance in the U.S., claims that TikTok's code included a quote-unquote backdoor to give Chinese government officials quote-unquote supreme access to user data regardless of where it was hosted. In the wrongful dismissal lawsuit filed last week, Yu also alleges that the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, instructed ByteDance to suppress or promote content as it saw fit. For example... He claims ByteDance boosted content that expressed hatred for Japan. In a statement to the New York Times, ByteDance said Yu's claims are baseless. And here's where this all matters. Yu's allegations undermine ByteDance's assurances that user data in Western countries is secure because it's stored on U.S. servers and will give ammunition to a growing number of lawmakers and security officials who want to see TikTok banned. Now, to zoom out, Canada, the U.S., Britain, France, and New Zealand have all banned TikTok from government devices, and a pair of bills that would give the U.S. president the power to ban the app are working their way through Congress. For our second story, the Bank of Canada is determined to crush inflation, but that doesn't mean prices are going back to pre-pandemic levels. Now, for proof of that, look no further than the used car market. So, Prices in the used car market aren't going up anymore, but they aren't coming down much from pandemic-era heights either, at least according to the latest data from Canadian Black Book. While the price of an average used car has slowly edged down from around $37,000 last year to $35,000 this year, that's still far above the 2021 level of roughly $24,000. And here's why it's happening. Prices for used cars are stuck at elevated levels because lots of pent-up demand is still chasing too little supply. At the same time, higher interest rates have made car loans more expensive. The average monthly loan payment for a car in Canada is about $900, according to J.D. Power. To zoom out, if all this sounds familiar, maybe it's because similar dynamics are playing out in the housing market, where a supply crunch is colliding with tons of demand and higher rates to make homes less affordable. Housing prices did fall in some markets, but that trend is already starting to reverse to similar factors that are keeping car prices high. And this matters because inflation in the car market is gone. But cars are still way more expensive than they used to be. And it doesn't look like they're going to get much cheaper in the near future. It's a reminder that whipping inflation isn't going to automatically make life more affordable. For our third story, 
The last year has been tough if you're a middle-of-the-pack consumer or retailer. Driving the news, per The Economist, hard economic times usually push middle-income earners to more budget-friendly brands. While wealthier consumers spend their discretionary income as they usually would on things like diamond necklaces and what other you know wealthier folks buy, at least that's what we assume. The result is businesses on both ends of the spending spectrum get a boost while those in between are left hanging. So in April, luxury conglomerate LVMH, they became Europe's most valuable company and broke into the world's top 10 hinting no signs of a slowdown in the broader sector. Meanwhile, brands like Walmart, McDonald's, and Dollarama are holding strong. Sales for Loblaw's no-name brand products are up, and IKEA is pushing to expand. Looking into the middle market, Bed Bath & Beyond has declared bankruptcy. Nordstrom left Canada. Home Depot and Canadian Tire's retail outlets are hurting. L'Oreal sold the body shop years ago, and they just bought, coincidentally, luxury soap brand Aesop for $2.5 billion. And it all matters because inflation has been driven by rising prices across essentials like grocery, gas, and shelter costs, with low- and middle-income households struggling, allocating a growing share of their spending to these purchases. As those consumers continue to trade down, the end result is a hit to everyday brands thrive when middle-class shoppers felt more flush. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks so much, Peak Pals, and have a great week. 